Hey everybody, it's Doug and Renee and welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Each episode is designed to encourage, uplift, and motivate you to thrive in your marriage and single life. Be blessed. We are back. Back from the summer siesta. Welcome back. It is us. Yes. We is us. Us is we. Yes. We together. We we glad to have you all back with us, tuning in for another um, broadcast, another episode, another another something of Doug and Renee. Yeah, yeah. Married life. Yeah, yeah. Um, So (laughs) we are glad to be back once again. Yeah, yeah. Doing what the Lord has called us to do, and that is to speak to you about married life. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you gonna say that through the whole episode? No, Don't no, say yeah, I, yeah again. No, I um, you know the TV show. I forgot the name of the TV show. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh, I'm just um, happy to be back. Be back yes. live on the air. Yes, we are happy to be back, and but it was it was good being away. For a month? It, it was good having some... <laughs> I'm laughing because I wasn't really away. I wasn't doing this, but God knows he sure was keeping me busy. Um, and yeah, life life keeps on going. No matter what you got going on, you know, sometimes you want life to stand still. And while we were on a sabbatical, it doesn't mean that we was kicking it at the beach with our feet up. Um, sipping on mocktails, trust, mocktail. trust and believe it's a it's a non-alcoholic cocktail. Oh, so instead okay. of a cocktail, it's a mocktail. Oh, and okay. so no, we was not sitting on the on the beach or at at a resort. Although that would that would have been, been nice. beautiful. Yes, that would have <laughs> been so beautiful. I need one right now, y'all. Calgon, um, take me away. Yes. Um, but we're back in full effect and, you know, been praying and thinking about what God wants us to do. We do have some ideas going forward and um, praying that we'll be able to sometime this year implement those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for right now, we're coming back talking about communication, the importance of communication. Or what's the topic? Talk it out. Talk it out. So now talk it out, talk it out. Yeah, not out. walk it out. No, walk it out. Don't walk, walk it out. out. Walk it out. Talk it out. Now talk it out. Talk it out. Talk. I'm sorry. Yes. So the topic <laughs> is talk it out. Talk it out. And if we had a subtopic, it would be the importance of communication. And I think if you listen to us any length of time, listen to any of our episodes or several of our episodes, you'll notice we always come back to communication being um, a key component yes. to a successful marriage, to a successful relationship in general. You have to be able to communicate effectively. It is a pillar. Um, people ask us, what's the secret to marriage? Yeah. What's the secret? Give me the secret. What's that secret what's ingredient? The secret? What's the secret, Doug? Brother Doug, what's the secret? There's no secret. You just got to be able to communicate. And it, it's not, it's not, I ain't going to say it's not natural, 
but men and women generally don't communicate the same way. And so you have to be intentional in your yes. communication. And more than likely, you don't get it right the first time or the first few years. You're still figuring it out, working it out. More than the first few years, really. I was well, getting ready to say, let's keep it 100. Yeah. We don't even get it right all the time after 36 years. Yeah. Because the reality of it is people change. People change. Their style change. They, what works for them um, now didn't work for them before or vice versa. So, you know, it's like you said, you have to be intentional all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's important to communicate because if your spouse is doing it the same way in year 20 and year 30, but you're like, "Mm, that doesn't work for me anymore, but you're not telling them that doesn't work for you anymore, that's not fair to your spouse. Getting ahead of yourself. Getting ahead of yourself. I'm getting ahead of myself. Okay. Okay. You know, the Holy Spirit led me to say that. Okay. 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 I don't want to say nothing about the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, like, what? Like, what? <laughs> but as he you crack, were saying, he cracks himself I up, sure y'all. do. I still do. Okay. I I need to I need to be on the road. All right, moving right along. Um, I was going to say, and I'm going to come. Well, how do I want to say this? This is the first since our first year or the first podcast series we did back in 2020. Mm-hmm. This will be the first time we've gone back to communication that we focused on communication okay all the other subjects have had communication in it but this will be the first time since 2020 that we've looked like hey we need to you know hit on communication and as you was just saying as holy spirit gave you you know you want to be mindful of what you say how you say it when you say it. yes yes and i think um you know, we looked on, well, I looked online. There are so many different, you know, the three pillars, the four T's, all these different things. Um, and there, there was one that really stuck out. Um, and certain elements of it we have actually taught in premarital class. Um, can I give them all four? Give them all four. Give them all four. Give them all okay. four. We, we, we've been gone for a month. Give okay. Them, the, fir- the first one is timing. And we'll we'll delve deeper into what that means. The second one is tone. And I want to add to that the word temperature. We'll delve into that. The third technique is technique. Technique. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, the fourth one is truth. And um, we'll start today with timing. Because mm-hmm. I think you and I have spoken about this. If we can use ourselves as an example. And we can. Um, and we normally do. We're very transparent. If this is your first time tuning in, you'll learn a, a lot about Doug and Renee. And because we believe everything that we went through, God is using it to help someone else. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about timing in communication, Doug, for you, what's the ideal time for you to have a serious, heartfelt, open, honest line of communication? Anytime after 1130 a.m. Eastern time. Okay. And for me, but the only, but the only thing with that, 
let's talk about your timing right mm-hmm. now because this just hopped in my head. The mm-hmm. only thing with that is that most of the time, that time of day, you're at work. Yes, that is true. So for me to call you at work and expect for has, us to have a deep conversation at, let's say, noon mm-hmm. or one o'clock in the afternoon, and you might be dealing with meetings, dealing with staff, you know, just dealing with work stuff. Work stuff. Mm-hmm. You're on the clock at your job. And for me to call you and say, I need, we need to talk. You know, oh. those, 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 those words, people are like, we need to talk. Those four words are usually like, oh gosh. Um, and for me, my timing. Oh, can we, can we stay there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not fair to you or me, really. And for using me as an example right now, um, because you won't be getting the best of me because, I'm, like you said, I'm going to be distracted more than likely with work because mm-hmm. I'm at work and I don't, I don't get to work remotely. So I'm like physically at my job. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you won't get the best of me. So it's not fair to you. And nor is it fair to me because I'm at work. And those these type of conversations you should not have at your workplace, but the, the kind that you are getting ready to you know address or bring up, you should not have at your workplace if at all possible. So, you know, with that being said, give us your ideal time. I would say that you work at eleven thirty. Okay, so whenever I come home, give me whatever time I come home. Give me. A half an hour, 45 minutes after I come home, decompress, traffic, you know, I got to drive, deal with traffic. That I think that would be fair. Okay. So give, give us oh, you a, want a time. time. You want a time. Oh, this is a communication class. Yes. Oh, I mean, so, so when we talk about okay. communications, details are important. Yeah. Okay, I was trying not to give a time because let's give a I time. We want to be specific. specific. Okay, yes, I would say eight o'clock. Okay, eight p.m. And the reason why I wanted you to give the time is because my ideal time is let's say six six a.m. <laughs> to maybe one o'clock, two o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm in my I'm in my my peak alertness Mm -hmm. during those hours Mm -hmm. and um i would say that's ideal for me but when i'm training clients of course it's not ideal like if you say i want to have a talk with you and you know in five minutes i'm going to go train a client a virtual client or i got to leave and be at the gym to train someone Mm -hmm. that would not be fair fair and so you see the dilemma we have here mine is in the morning his is not his is in the evening, mine is not. So you have to have some sacrifice and compromise when it comes to timing because you work different schedules, you have different circadian rhythms where I'm a morning person, Doug is not. He's an evening person, I am absolutely not. I absolutely, absolutely <laughs> I shut down around 6 p.m. I don't even like talking on the phone. Like if someone calls me and my phone rings, I'm like, I don't feel like talking. I just I just don't. I'm just, you know, I'm up 5 o'clock in the morning 
ready to go, ready to hit the ground running. By the time 6 p.m. comes, I'm, I'm tapped out. And for Doug, he's up late. You know, I'll go to bed before him. I'll go to sleep. He'll stay up. You know, that's him. Uh, he, that's could have a, he could have a conversation at night, not me. But I'm we've talking had to, to myself. We, <laughs> but in that timing, we had to learn to make some compromises. Um, I like the word sacrifice. Okay, I think it's a it, sacrifice, really. I think it's both. You think so? I think it's both. Okay. Both. I think depending on the situation, it might be a compromise where you kind of meet in the middle. Yeah. And then sometimes it's a sacrifice where. Not to say I've never had a conversation with you after 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. We've had serious conversations. Not yeah. to say you've never had conversations with me before 8 a.m. You've had serious conversations yes. with me. Those have been sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Compromises may have been, all right, let's schedule a time to talk. Let's just say it's a holiday and you're off and we need to hash out something going on. And we're going to have a conversation at one o'clock in the afternoon because you're not at work. Mm-hmm. So we're compromising. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important to establish with your spouse or your prospective spouse that this is, you know, I'm a morning person. Tell them, you know, especially if you're not married and you trying to put on this mask uh, you you look a certain way all times of the day. You're bubbly all times of the day, and you just can't wait to hear their voice all times of the day. Come on, keep it real mm-hmm. now, and let them know. Hey, I am not a morning person. Hey, I'm not a nighttime person. You set the groundwork, you know, already, you know, by letting them know that this is not a good time for me to engage in serious conversations or to deal with certain issues because I'm not at my peak performance or I'm not at my best. Yeah. I think a couple of things. One, if you have children, it's going to be, uh, you just sometimes you just got to get the conversation in when you can get it in, when you have kids. Uh, but the second thing I wanted to bring up, and we'll come back to children, I just wanted to get that out there. The second thing is, if you've been thinking about something for a few days and it's like, you know, been mulling it over, do I say something? Do I not say something? Da 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 da. And it's like you hit your spouse or your partner with whatever you were mulling over for a few days. For me personally, I'm going to need time to process what you just said, what you just told me. And I and come back to timing, and I, you know, I, w- I want to try to be um, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to try to be what's the word I'm looking for, Renee? No, no, cognizant. Cognizant. Yeah, I just want to be. I want to be um, cognizant. Okay, of the the people who are listening to us. That you know they listen at different times of the day, different parts of the country, different parts of the world. But if you been thinking about something for a few days and it's like you wake up in the morning and using us as an example or I'll use me as an example if I've been thinking about something for a few days it's not fair for me to just hit you with everything at 8 p.m. at night just so I can get it off of me 
Mm-hmm. Kind of like what people say, I, I got to get this off my chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that's not that's not a, that's not that would not be the opportune time to say what I needed to say. One, I've been mulling over it for a few days and sometimes your emotions get involved and then it's like I got to say I'm I'm going to give you a piece of my mind or whatever. However, it comes out. And the second thing like you said is you're not a night person. So it's not fair. I'm I will be getting less than your best response doing it that way. If I just let it internalize, I just kept internalizing what I was going to say, what I was going to say. And sometimes you have these conversations in your head. Well, I'm going to say this and she's going to say this. And so when she says this, I'm going to say this and da, 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 da. And then you just blurt it out and just, you know, release on that person just mm-hmm. verbally, just blah. Just so you feel better. Yeah. And they feel worse. And then Renee's going to go to bed. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be up at night because I, I'm a night person and I'm just, I just threw off her entire night of sleep because I just hit her with all this stuff. And she's like, and sometimes she may not even be aware of what's going on. It's like, I didn't even know this was going on. You know, you just, where did this come from? And see, that's what I mean when I say you have to be, like you said, cognizant of the whole entire uh I don't want to say truth, but the whole entire situation. Mm -hmm. And you have to say, is this the best time to say this? Mm -hmm. And I think also in addition to that is, are we going to get the best results by me saying it during this time? Because just because you got it off your chest doesn't mean you made the situation any better. Mm -hmm. You just unload it. That's the word I was looking for. On your your spouse or your mate or um, your wife, your husband. And you're like, whew, I'm so glad I got that off my chest. But now you put that on them. And like Doug and I always said, we're a team. So why are you putting that on them? And then chances are they're going to come back and put put it back on you or have a, a rebuttal or have a defense or have a response that may not be favorable because you hit them at the wrong time. And I have a couple of... Um, Things to go along with that. The first thing, or points, or let me say suggestions, what's the word I'm looking for, or a remedy, or whatever. One of the things I've found that helps is uh, one, I put notes in my phone when there are things that I'm thinking about, because one, it helps get it off your chest. That way, you're not unloading it on your spouse. And you can look at those notes and say, do, do, does this make sense to even say it? Because after you read it, sometimes you're like, huh, that doesn't even make any sense. Mm-hmm. Or at, pray about it. God, when should I address this? Is there a right time to bring this up? Because maybe your spouse is dealing with something else right now. Let's just say they're, they're having a stressful time at work. And it's not that serious of a family issue that it has to be addressed. It's just your feelings was hurt. Or something's bothering you, kind of, you want to have a conversation about. It's not something serious with the children or something serious where you have to make a decision about finances. Um, it's something that can wait. That's another thing with timing. You know, maybe be a, 
understanding of what your spouse might be going through or what season they might be in and what they might be dealing with that now may not be a good time. And maybe the issue that you have is because they're going through something and maybe they were ignoring you or you felt ignored or you felt that they didn't respond to you in a certain way and you want to address it, but maybe take a step back and look at it from your spouse's point of view and see what they might be dealing with at that time. And that may be a reason for that. Um, So I like to write notes. The second thing is if I feel led, I'll send Douglas an email Um, because that allows you to uninterrupted, say what you have to say. We're going to talk about later on tone, technique, and truth, but right now timing. Sometimes I'll send Douglas an email. That way he can read it and he can process it. (laughs) Thought you was praising the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was fanning. Um, You could... um, he could read it and he could process it. And then the two of us can have a converse come back. I've already said everything I needed to say in the email. He's read it. He's received it. He's contemplating it because sometimes, you know, um, the other, I'm not going to say men, sometimes whoever the recipient is need time to process it. You, there may not be a response right away. So that gives him time to read it and then kind of process and maybe say, okay, I see her point of view. I don't see her point of view. Here's what I think. Here's what I want to address. And again, we're not giving specifics right now about different scenarios. You, Everybody has their own scenario where they have to have those tough conversations with their spouse. Mm-hmm. We're talking about those tough conversations, not... Ah, is this a good time for me to ask him what he want for dinner? You want chicken or fish? Then we're not talking about those kind of conversations. No. You were talking about having a conversation at work if the person's at work, and because we're talking about communication, and it's important. And generally speaking, men, uh, when we come home or when our wives will ask us how was work, we'll say, "Oh, fine." You know. Man, it was work. If we're going through something, we don't share with our spouses what we're going through at work. So, and this is the importance of sharing with your spouse because if she wants to have a conversation with you, your wife, and only only thing you're telling her of what's going on at work, oh, how's work? Well, it's fine. It's work then she's thinking, okay, I can have this conversation with you. She's thinking, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, okay, everything's good. But if you share with her what's going on, communicate with her what's going on, because she is your helpmate, she can also pray for you in those areas at your job. Um, There have been times at my job where I've told Renee what was going on, and I was like, hey, this is, you know, this, that, this person, whatever, whatever. And Renee's like, okay, I'm going to pray about it. Me and my girlfriend going to pray about it. And they they just start praying about it. And it helps because she knows, Renee knows what's going on with me. And so in that scenario, in that, yeah, in that scenario, she's not, she didn't come to me with a, she didn't unload on me with what was going on with her per se, because she knew I was going through something at work. 
Again, timing. And timing, communication is a two-way street. So, fellas, it is imperative that we share with our wives, our significant others, partners, um, wives, <laughs> what's going on. And and even ladies. But I'm just saying generally uh, this is a, a guy thing, generally speaking. But it's imperative that we share with them what's going on at the work at our workplace so they could pray for us so they know what's going on. Again, we're talking about communicating and one word answers. That's not communicating. How's everything? Fine. Good. Eh. No, it's more than that. Right. And and if it's at one of those times where you don't feel like talking about it, say, you know, I have a lot going on. You know, I'll talk. I'll tell you about it later. Um, Timing. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes it might be the time of day that you normally want to talk, but you just don't feel like it. So timing might not always be in that window that we talked about. It could be that you just had a really rough day and you just don't feel like rehashing the day or rehashing what's bothering you. Maybe you need time to process Mm -hmm. what's going on in your own life and you don't think you can effectively communicate what it is bothering you. And you're like, now's not a good time. I think it's okay to say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's good for you to say to your spouse, now's not a good time. Um, no offense to you, you know, I'm not trying to be rude to you, but I'm, you know, I had a rough day and, you know, I'll share with you later, you know, however you feel that it's uh, the best way to communicate it so you're not offending your spouse. And I think secondly, you should be able to say to your spouse or or ask, I know it's late or I know it's early, is now a good time for me to share something with you? And sometimes the conversations may not even be about each other. You know, it it could just be that um, you're having a struggle with life right now. Mm-hmm. You're struggling with, you know, your work. You're struggling with other family members. You're struggling, you know, with where you are financially. You're struggling with where you are academically. You're struggling with your career. You're having a challenge with a child. And you just need to talk to your spouse about how to deal with life's challenges. And, you know, it's okay to say, I know it's early. I'm pretty sure in 36 years I've said this to Doug since I've known he wasn't a morning person. Hey, babe, I know it's early, but I need to talk to you. I got something bothering me on my mind. And usually we, we've we learned now to kind of preface early on. It's not about you. <laughs> we good. <laughs> it's something else going on so that they don't automatically get on the defensive. Because sometimes how you start the conversation uh, is going to determine how well it's received. And, um, and then that... Uh, We'll talk about technique and tone and truth later on um, throughout the month. I want to, I know we're coming up on our time. Um, You talked about now's not a good time. I'll share with you later. And whoever makes that statement in whatever form, however you, your personality, however you say it in that conversation, it is the onus is on that person to follow up to come back to it. So if I'm having a conversation with Renee or if I, if I tell Renee, 
Now's not the time for me to have this conversation. I'll get back with you. or We'll talk about it later. Okay. When is later? Again, we're still talking about communicating because my wife needs to know when will later be. My wife should not have to come to me and say, do you want to talk about this now? Do you want to talk about it now? I should be the person saying, okay, give me a couple of hours. Let me talk about it tomorrow. Can we talk about it tomorrow? Whatever it may be. But if I say, or whoever says, can you give me some time? Then how much time do you need? Because it shouldn't be up to the other person to come to you and say, hey, did you, do you have enough time? That's just being a person of your word. Yeah, I, I think it's okay to follow up, though. Because sometimes in the moment, the person may have forgotten. So I think it's okay for, if using us as the scenario, you said you need to come back to me. I think it's okay for me to say, hey, remember the other day um, I asked you, you know, did you want to talk about what was going on? You said, I get back to you. I just want to follow up with you. I mean, I think that's okay. You wouldn't have to say that because I'm, I'm going to come back and tell you. Yeah, I but but in for our listeners, there may be someone who may forget. Don't forget. And put you know, it in your phone. They <laughs> I'm just joking. they honestly forgot <laughs> to to get back to them. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, everything blew over yeah. um the next day and they forgot to say it because it was like everything's cool now. Mm-hmm. By the time they're ready to talk about it, it really isn't an issue to talk about. Yeah. So I think it's okay, you know, for the spouse to follow up and say, hey, you know, the other day you came home, you was like, ah, oh, you didn't feel like talking about it. You know, do you want to talk about it now? Is everything good? I think that's okay. okay. I think because that's that's effective communication instead of me sitting and stewing. Well, he never got back to me. He said he was going to talk that's, to me the next day, and he didn't talk to me the next day. That's why I said if I you mean, say next day, you need to be a person of your word. Next day. Th- part of communication is also following up. I think I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's it's a. I think there's a good time to say, hey, you know, we were going to talk about X, Y, Z. I just want to follow up with you. All right. We didn't even get to the kids. If you got kids in the house, timing. Because certain conversations you can't have around your children. Yeah. You just can't. We've talked about that before. But we can talk about that next week. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll holler at y'all next week. We out. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tell your real friends and your virtual friends about us. We hope something that we said encouraged you, strengthened, and blessed you. You can follow us on Instagram at Doug and Renee. Again, our Instagram page is Doug and Renee. Also feel free to send us a DM so that you could send us any questions that you may have or topics you'd like to hear us discuss. You may just hear it on one of our upcoming podcasts. We'd like to thank our supporters. And if you'd like to support our ministry, you can cash app us at dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, that cash app is dollar sign Doug and Renee. Again, thank you and God bless you. We're out.